Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, Davis Wimbledon on the ones and twos. Happy May 14th or 15th. We're recording this Sunday night uh, as we get in the lab and we record our other stuff Sunday. We'll do a couple Wake and Jakes on Sunday. Maybe you like it. Maybe you hate it. Sound off in the comments. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about my Yanks. They, they showed me something this weekend, so I do want a soliloquy on that. And I guess part of that commentary would also be the Rays, who are real good analytics. Uh, I think I'm going to talk a little bit of Blitzball, because if you're in our world, you want to hear that. And if you're not, I'll get it. But you might want to check it out, because uh, another kind of unreal reality show just happened, and some of you very much want to hear from me on that. And I, I think we'll plug away. the Each NBA Finals, Conference Finals are set, right? Uh-huh. That's crazy. Officially, as, as of like an hour ago. Tatum puts a 51 spot to add to uh, Harden's playoff resume. Man, NBA is funny. I listen to listen to guys try to defend it, defend Harden and the Sixers for a couple days, and now that's all going to change. Um, anyways, oh, I also want to touch upon last episode a little bit. Pretty solid views. We thank you guys as always. Uh, got some people mad and said it was very uh, Yankee BS because basically I was, I left because in my head I was not whining about the Yankees because in my head I was still kind of angry about the Yankees to be honest with you and didn't like what they've been about. Uh, <laughs> and Jason P, credit where credit's due. Video should be titled Yankee Fan Tries to Cope. Uh, so you know what? Uh I get it. I, I want to say the people, feedback. We used to do comment of the day and that kind of stuff. Uh, I still get in there and check it out, and I do appreciate it because uh, I get where you're coming from. If, you, if you're on the other side of that conversation, you think I sound like a whiny casserole. Uh, so I hear you, and I get it, and I've of, often laughed because the past few years I listened to Rosillo and Simmons, and they're very Boston-based, and sometimes there's times where I can't. I can't really, like, listen to their sports takes because I feel it come out of them and want to come out of them. And I guess I'm going to have a little bit of that, too. And it's kind of natural. So you know what? Call me out on it. I'll, I'll try to do better on it. Although, I do think I had some points. And I do want to talk about my yikes because they looked good. All of this is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you join in on the fun with DraftKings. Baseball is going. I'm hitting my parlay this week. I just decided. And... If you want to bet $5, you will get $150 in bonus bets instantly. They've got the same game parlays. Uh, my boys have been placing crazy parlays. They've hit a couple uh, every day. There's a chase. It's usually like six players to get a hit, team to win. They're all over the board. But guess what? If you, if you do it right and you hit a couple... You end up okay. Join in the big league action now in DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Sign up with code BAKERS. Hey, now. New customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code BAKERS. All right. Yanks race. Let's talk about this fairly. Or how about this? I'll try to talk about it fairly, and you guys keep me in check. The Yankees played four games at home against the Tampa Bay Rays with a little bit of the AL East on the line. We've talked about this a little bit. Yankees and Rays are only playing four series against each other. Yankees just dropped two out of three in the trop and the turf. 
They were hosting the Rays. They basically built up for this. They put Aaron Judge on the IL when maybe he didn't need to. Judge probably would have been out five, six, seven days. But the Yankees, knowing it's a long season and knowing they were going to Tampa with Oakland as the medicine afterwards, they IL Judge. So Judge comes back. Harrison Bader's been back, and he's been hitting out of his dome. He was a player of the week. He's got a one-dot OPS. Uh, he also made one of the best plays, catches I've seen in Yankees Stadium center field. I mean, that's certainly certainly this year it's on the short list of very best plays we've seen. That's a deep part of the ballpark uh, that Aaron Judge found out to end uh, the final game, which would have been a game-tying homer. Uh, instead, it's an out homer at 19 out of 30 ballparks. He's turning into the whiny guy again. Here's what I'll say. The Rays are really good. Uh, they just had, they're starting to get the injury bug. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, who shuts down the Yankees, he's 60 dayed. I, you know, originally it sounded like he was going to be out for the season. I, I think they're going to leave their options open for a little bit. Uh, Jeffrey Springs, who was so hot uh, coming into the season, he's out. I mean, Fairbanks, Clevenger, they're running into the injury bug pretty good. I know our guy, Tyler Glass, now. I was trying to come back, but I think he had a minor setback too. That some of the guys twirling the pill for the Rays right now. BBD mentioned this earlier. If you look at their roster resource, which is a great baseball site, they currently list three starting pitchers, and one of them is used as with an opener in front of them, Fleming. So it's McClanahan, Eflin, and Fleming. Um, Yanni Chirinos is there. Taj Bradley, we didn't see. Yankees didn't see him, but he's prospect that I think they're going to get back into the rotation coming off of their off day. What's impressive about the Rays? All the stuff you normally know, um, they, this is going to sound, you know what, you know, I've been making fun of my analytics binder lately. This is going to sound obvious and probably page one of my analytics binder. They play baseball so well, and I'll, I will analyze that a little. Thanks, Jake. They turn double plays super crisp. Uh, Brandon Lau, you probably know him as their power-hitting, kind of streaky second baseman. He was turning double plays, and they were magnificent. Yandi uh, was getting in the mix a little. Harold Ramirez, like, Isak Paredes, whoever they put there, A, they've been hitting this year, and B, they make the play. Like, guys are put in position to go, and they've got winning formulas. They'll, they'll put in Taylor Walls defensively. He's been raking offensively. He hits what turns out to be the game-winning homer today. The other thing that makes me jealous, but I also think it's the Rays' Achilles heel. Ooh, there's, there's the clickbait headline. What's the Rays' Achilles heel? No, no, no. Don't. I don't want that. That's annoying New York guy. <laughs> That's annoying New York guy. We're not putting that in the title, just in the description. Um, the Rays' strength is their weakness, that no one is really too high up on the pecking order. Yandy Diaz will get pinch ran for and subbed out for a matchup. Basically, anything righty-lefty, they are willing to push the button. Uh, and we saw this with Josh Lowe who was supposed to be kind of a breakout player for the Rays last year, and it, it didn't happen. He is going for them this year. He looks the part. His approach looks the part. Uh, big lefty hitter. He's currently struggled with lefties up until this point. I would find out 
more data on that? Because, golly, he was not the guy you wanted to see in the box, and the Rays pinch hit for him. After he hit, like, home runs to take the lead and just put together these fantastic at-bats. But, no, they play by their Rays rules. And I had a couple people mention it. It's a little different, but, you know, go back to their Dodgers World Series. Like, pulling Snell with how dominant he was, that's kind of the same thing, right? Like, they play by their rules because it works. They're off to one of the best starts in baseball history. They're mashing the ball. They're first in every offensive category. BBD, when I say every offensive category, I go back to basically early fantasy baseball. I guess mm-hmm. there's an ad here from early fantasy baseball. Batting average, one. On-base percentage, one. OPS, one. That would be, that wasn't around early fantasy baseball. Mm-hmm. Runs, one. Homers, one stolen bases four, so they're slacking there. You could say. Um, by the way, starting pitcher ERA. I mentioned that they're first in that too. <laughs> so uh, sixth in bullpen. So they're slacking there because the Yankees did hit around that bullpen a little bit, but they're missing a couple of their main pieces. The other thing that stood out, and when I say stood out, it's coming part of the game again, and it's great for baseball, and it's part of the rule changes, and it's super important. Speed kills in baseball. Like, I I think baseball went through a weird kind of time period where, you know, there's a couple speed guys that came through. I'm thinking back to Billy Hamilton. You know, people thought he was going to be really next, and you just, you need to hit enough. Like, only speed in baseball doesn't play. You need another skill set. You need to be really good at defense. You need to be really good at contact, on base percent. Whatever it is, you need another skill to go with speed. Speed is not enough. But when you add speed to the equation, the game starts moving fast. I, I compare it, I guess, I guess to like young quarterbacks. That's when you always hear that, that term thrown around. Or in any sport, when the game moves too fast, you don't want it. You want the game to move slow. Guess who doesn't move slow? Wander Franco. Randy Arozarena. Jose Siri. Manny Margot. Taylor Walls. Hell, Lowe is a thoroughbred. Like, he's not pure speed like those other guys, but he's fast. They put so much pressure on every play. I remember, I, I think it was the third game of the series... The guys I just mentioned, Margot, I think it was Siri, Margot, Franco, and Rosarena were all either on base or on the bases. That's elite speed. That's problem speed. That's, and it's what the Rays have always been good at. The Tau stat, take advantage of. They take advantage of the big stuff. They take advantage of the little stuff. Um, even in, you know, today's game where Clark got banged around a little bit, the first three runs, ground out, sack fly, um, that had little plays mixed in that got the runners advanced, that the Rays turned those into runs. And by the way, the Yankees and Rays, who now I think have played seven games, six of them have been one run or less. That's a good fun fact I probably should have said on Talking Yanks, but I forgot. So we do some of it here. Uh, the Rays are really good. They're going to they play the best matchups everywhere. They have a ton of talent. How well they're hitting is insane, and it's not fluky. 
Um, Randy Rosarena, you know, regular season Randy, hashtag regular season Randy. You know, the stats didn't put him with the elite in baseball. He is. Um, some of his at-bats in this series were incredible. Wander is leading baseball in war. I should know. My mentions tell me every day. <laughs> Yandy's getting on base at a 429 clip. Um, Taylor Walls, uh, Rayleigh, Low, who, whoever it is, both Low and Lau. Even Lau was struggling, and guess what? He gets hot and cold. He's about to find his heater. The Rays are stacked. You probably already know that. Will anyone in the AL East catch them? There's a clicky headline, BBD. Didn't think about that. Will anyone in the AL East catch the Rays in this baseball season? May 14th. I think yes. Um, I think the Rays are really good. The Orioles are four games behind them. The Blue Jays, six and a half. Red Sox and Yankees, both eight as, as of right now. Uh, the Red Sox are playing currently, uh, so they could go to eight and a half or they could go to seven and a half. I think all those teams are good. I annoyingly barked your ear off about MLB alignment, realignment, back alignment. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the Red Sox and the Yankees are the clear cut to me right now, actually. Let's go back four days. The Red Sox and the Yankees were clearly the weak links of the AL East. Two of baseball's most famous teams, two massive payrolls. Um, the Red Sox, the question is usually the pitching. They got James Paxton back. Did you see that outing, BBD? How about him? Where'd, he, where'd it land? I think it was eight innings pitched. Um, zero or one run, and then Kenley Jeez. actually blew it. Um, they lost that game. They're fighting the zombie Cardinals right now, who, by the way, you might have been late to get a little Cardinal stock. Uh, although the Brewers have jumped on back top of the Central, and that feels more right. Uh, and BBD, did I say it here, or did I say it on Talking Baseball, that the Pirates would get to 500? I think I said May 28th. Something I think like I said, that. like, Labor Day week, Memorial Day weekend. They're 22-19. and 19. They're three games above 500. They were off to one of the best starts in baseball. And Mitch Keller, holy smokes, he's zigging, he's zagging. He's good and we like him. He's good and we like him. Anyone who's a friend of Cole Tucker is a friend of ours. I think someone's going to catch the Rays at some point. I think some of their bats will cool down. They're dealing with the injury bug in a big way right now. Um, I don't know if it's the Birds. I don't know if it's the Jays. I don't think it's the Sox, and I don't think it's the Yankees unless it was very late in the season and Carlos Rodon is back and Seve looks good and, you know, the Yankees look like your father's Yankees, maybe a trade deadline piece. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the fact is I wouldn't have said that four days ago, and maybe I'm being dramatic about a split with the Rays. Yankees got beat up in the first game, although it was close for the first four innings. It, Got away from them, and kudos to the Rays. That's what they do. Um, it, it ultimately was not really a game, but... These three games, the Yankees don't take April seriously. I've decided I fully hate that. Um, I've recently... I'd come off of that this year. I was like, yeah, you know, like, 
you know, make make sure you're got. There's some things you should do. Garrett Cole doesn't need to throw 115 pitches on the first day of the season. That is fine. I think it's the whole mentality of the org. They know that April is like free points, like n- natural built-in off days. With h- how hurt you get every year, it ain't working. Guys are going to get hurt no matter what. So when they're playing and they're playing well, let's put them in the lineup. I, I don't, I've decided I don't agree with their April philosophy. They were toe-to-toe with the Rays in all these games. And the Rays gave them their best punch. And they'll tell you that. The Yankees made a couple mistakes. I'm sure Rays fans would tell you the Rays made a couple mistakes. The Yankees put together rallies like they haven't since kind of 2019. I, I know Beebs and Jim called me out a little bit. 2020, they get out, or 2022, they got off to a really hot start. Remember, the Yankees were winning at a historic pace. Did they ever get caught? The Yankees didn't get caught for first place. Uh, no, 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 no. They never lost first place. Um, hmm. And they had the worst August ever. Yes. Who was behind them, though? Toronto got Toronto. very close. Toronto th- got th- close and was... I think they they maybe got it to two games. I think it was three, and then the Yankees, I think, won either three out of four or, or took care of a two out of three the last time they were going to face each other. Toronto is such a wild card in this, and by the way, they just swept the, the Braves, a Braves team that had been dominating throughout this season. Uh, and the Yankees are going to play them for four. And guess what? If... If the Jays win three of those games, I might be back off the Yankees. They had me back in for now. Their lineup banged. And a Yankees, Yankee fans have been so numb to it, I, I think since August of last year. Like, you were just, when the Yankees were up, you were praying for a Hicks or Trevino, like, walk or error to get on in front of Judge and hope Judge would homer. That was the whole offense. It got really sad. Their offense banged. Rizzo looked beautiful. Um, DJ, LeMahieu, go look at his stats in those early Yankee years. He got hurt last year. He looks back. The kid Anthony Volpe has started to go for him. Three homers in his last five, I think, with Bader. Me and Jimmy, I'm, I guess I'm pretty naturally optimistic when it comes to most things. Jimmy won't buy into a Yankee team unless they make him buy. He's selling unless he's buying. That's kind of where he lives. Jimmy bought a little Yankee stock this weekend. It was impressive. Severino's going to be back in seven days? A week from today? A week from today or tomorrow? Luis Severino will be back. When he's healthy, he performs. Problem is the healthy part. We're going to get another Rodon update in the next couple days. If that goes, if everything goes swimmingly, he could be on the Yankees come mid-June. You get half a season of Carlos Rodon. Would very much take that at this point. He was their big get. He was the guy. He was the move. The Yankees re-signed Judge. They lost Benintendi. They lost Carpenter. Rodon was the upgrade move, and we haven't been able to see that yet. The division's going to be crazy. Uh, Right now, these are... 
Uh, Fangraphs make the playoffs odds. Rays are 95%, which think about that with how good their start is. That almost feels low, right? The Orioles are 36.9%. That's second lowest in the AL East. Two, the Boston Red Sox were 34%. So the Red Sox, in theory, this is how odds work. One out of three years, this Red Sox team makes the postseason. Will it be one of those three? Stay tuned. Are they healthy? What's their deadline look like? How do they, when do they get hot? How does it go? One out of three times, the computer says it works. Orioles, same with a twist. Did the kids go? Would they ever add at the deadline? I think their number is low. I'm in on the Orioles. The Yankees, 67.6. So, two out of three years. Okay. The Blue Jays are 77% to make the playoffs. The Rays, like I mentioned, 95%. Um, They have the division as 61% Rays, 20% Jays, 12% Yanks, Orioles 4, Red Sox 3. Think about that with the Rays' historic start. That's insanity. And I don't know. I I know the schedules have changed this year, but every time I look at a team's schedule, and Rays fans, this is where you come at me, because except for your guys' April, I'm sure there's other easy parts of the schedule. Look what the Blue Jays are doing right now. They just played the Braves, swept them, by the way. I think they were Phillies before that, who, you know, however you lump the Phillies, just jumped into second place in the NL East, actually. Good weekend. So they go Phillies, Braves. Like you get, there's no guaranteed wins there. Phillies, Braves, Yankees, Baltimore, Tampa. That's for Toronto. That's a tough stretch to go 500 on. Like if you do go 500 on that, you feel like elated. You feel like that's a massive win. Tampa, they just finished with the Yankees, and I just hyped them up, right? Mets, Brewers, Toronto. There's so many good teams right now that I don't know what to do. It, it feels like the most parody I've seen in baseball outside of the Rays start, and I guess what I've what I'm now mentally telling myself is I, I do think the Rays are going to come down to earth at some point. And if you do it in the wrong part of your schedule, you can lose seven out of nine really easily. Like, really easily. And we've, we've seen almost every team around the league do it except them. Um, so, it comes for every baseball team. In a way, I'm not breaking news. Uh, I do want to say, as someone in the Yankee... Culture? What's the what's that word? In the Yankee minutia, in the Yankee Zeitgeist. What, zeitgeist. What's it um when there's a ecosystem. word ecosystem? Um I don't know. I guess I, I live in Yankee land and I try to be as honest about it as I can. The Yankees might have some juice. They did win ninety nine games last year. Mm-hmm. Not getting to 100 sucked. They won 99 games last year while having one of, the, one of the worst months of Yankee baseball I've ever seen. They are 
four games above 500 right now, and it feels like they're playing their best baseball, and it's like game on. Can all change quickly. Toronto just swept the Braves. What if, what if they get nasty on the Yanks? I don't know. Will that change my tune? Probably. Um, but I think we're going to be doing that for like every damn team this year because the team I kind of skipped quickly in the East, you know, Blue Jays have had some drama over the past couple years. What With a Yankees win, a Blue Jays loss today, and a Red Sox win, I think the Blue Jays would have been in last place. So, you know, I, I believe in the Jays. They're an awesome team. But what's going to break here? Injuries? Probably. But I don't know. Like, how about this? I think, I don't know if teams will catch the Rays. I know other teams are going to be in last place. And you know what teams don't like doing? Talking to the media about being in last place. And I think at least the Red Sox and maybe the Blue Jays are going to be in last place in the East at some point this season. And I don't know. Different teams react to that in very different ways. That, uh, I don't know. I, I am so excited for Yankee games. I've been dragging my feet a little bit. Like, put the game on. Jess, if you want to do something... If I missed the first inning, it, like, wasn't hurting me, which is a really bad sign. Like, I didn't know if it was life or work or Yankees. I think it was kind of Yankees. So I'm so happy that's back for myself and for Yankee fans. And uh, I I will say this as a non-neutral sports fan. I hope you all eat some Yankee shit soon. I hope they're back in the scene. They might just get routed coming up. Because that's what it is. Toronto, Cincinnati. Okay. Cincinnati's playing a fine brand of baseball. Yeah, as much as we sort of shit on them. The the record of the last couple years, I feel like, is always just a little better than you think. Been fine. Hunter Green against the Yankees? I'm not excited for that. The Peacock brunch game? Mm. Anything could happen. One last schedule check-in. This is, I will read off the teams. So Yankees are doing Toronto Cincy. If you want to do that as an eye for an eye. By the way, it's a road trip. So in Cincinnati right now, don't sleep on them. Then the Yankees have Baltimore, San Diego, Seattle, Dodgers, White Sox. We'll put them on the other side. But also think about how, how important those three White Sox games now are to the Yankees. Like, you you gotta win them, Pop. And what if you run into Dylan Cease on the wrong day? Anyways. Boston. Mets. Boston. Seattle. Texas. Oakland again. Let's go. St. Louis. Let's see where they're at. I think they're gonna be back towards 500 by then. Baltimore and the Cubs. And that leads you to the All-Star break. So, at Oakland, at Oakland and the Chicago White Sox, you got to win about five out of six of those games. Any less is a failure. The rest of that schedule, you got to be honest, you're trying to go 500. Hmm. Survive. Like, 
How do you reel off nine out of ten when you're playing San Diego, Seattle, Dodgers? You don't. Boston, Mets, Boston, Seattle, Texas? It's going to be a wild year. I think, unfortunately, injuries may sort it more, but sneakily that happens in the season more than we probably let ourselves think. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for my Yanks. More on Talking Baseball tomorrow. Might be a funky episode. Our guy Dalton, I don't know what we're sharing, but he's had a tough weekend. (laughs) So, uh, shout out Dalt. He'll be okay. From what I've been told, I don't... I've heard from him. Okay. Um, He was supposed to be on jury duty this week anyway, so might have got him out of that. What the hell, Dalt? Um... Fun talking baseball tomorrow. The other sports, hockey's happening, still not in. Uh, basketball, BBD's Knicks. RIP. My Knicks, RIP. Would have been really cool to get that game seven. And it looked like there was going to be that magic moment at the end. When you um, get the, the flagrant. and Gets punched uh, in the face. A new opportunity. BBD, I'll, I'll let you speak on it because I, I obviously haven't been as deep into Knicks this year. Um, at the end, it felt like Brunson only. That is, uh, they needed kind of something from anyone else. Um, at the end, at the end, it was kind of the only way they were going to score unless they got fouled. And even then, each of the last two games, they were doing some fouling Mitch on purpose and getting him to the line. He hit the ones where they did that. He did, uh. which was his free throws. To quote Joe's McFly, Mitch Rob's free throw stroke is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy that he has They that. let him do that. Um, for that game six to, like, literally end on, on that Brunson turnover when... That that's just an, uh, an unfair draw for him. That's not how that yeah that should have gone. Gabe Vincent makes a great play on on Randall defensively there. He he kind of did make the right choice, but uh, how about the Heat, yeah, and the Heat uh, credit our guy Zoe. He, he, a lot of pre series talks with him. He's like he said, dude, you're gonna find yourself down two one in this series. Not really understand why. Because really, if it, it'll, it'll feel like all they have is Jimmy Butler. It and, just, ba- and Bam really showed up in, in a lot of moments. Um, Lowry's around. They have a million role players. It feels like Struess never misses. Um, Max Struess feels like he is permanently airborne, which which you would think might be like a bad thing in basketball. Like, But he's that dude's just flying everywhere. No, and we were laughing. And hitting open three. Because we don't really know basketball divisions, that the Heat won the Southeast. Huh. Heat, Hawks, uh, Washington, Orlando, and Charlotte. That's a bad one. How about that? Um, interested Celtics go seven. We did not watch. We were recording talking Yanks. Uh, seemed like a pretty good Sixers melt. Slash Tatum goes for fifty one. So give him credit there after his poo poo performance that he saved at the end. Uh, I'm so interested to see how this Celtics team reacts to the Heat and Jimmy Butler because I just don't know. Spolstra seems to be the best coach in the NBA. 
Playoff Jimmy Butler feels like a video game final character. Hmm. The Celtics should roll, right? And isn't this... Aren't the new... The the conference finals all bubble rematches? Yes, I did just see that. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Ex- exact rematch of uh, three years ago. So take that, you bubble haters. Um... Lake Show ends Golden State. As you guys know, I'm a big Golden State fan. Just what their team kind of represented. Um, They got run out of the building in that last game. The Lakers' size, they just kind of couldn't deal with it. LeBron with the on-off button stuff was a ton of fun. Um, They've been getting effort. Reeves, I mean, my goodness. He's like a real player. Guy guy. Yeah, you Tough for some of the white guys that turn into, like, internet memes. Especially when Reeves plays with that haircut. You're in L.A., man. Come on. There's people that can help you out. Come on, Reeves. That's not show. Um, And then you get a D-Lo game or you get a Rui effort. Like, the... Shout out to the Lakers. They they really snuck up on this season and they look good. Uh, That being said... I think the no team in the playoffs is near the Nuggets. We just kind of ignore the Nuggets because they're the Nuggets. Like you got to be they honest, just, right? They just are boring. How many dominant Nugget franchise teams have you seen? Zero. Pitching a shutout. <laughs> like your Mellow AI and Kenyon Martin. You know that predates some of you, and that was never that they were never the best team those dudes are really cool and i like all those dudes but they're basically like the circle of nba people would tell you like these guys aren't going to win you a title ai and mellow like that's as much ire as you're going to draw from people put them together what do you think's going to happen the stuff jokic is doing is silly um triple double was it like 35 point triple double too um they make it look so easy. They play as a team that I guess we'll find out, right? If LeBron and LeBron and the Lakers have that juice and they upend the whole thing. I think Toronto Toronto, Denver. Denver and Toronto are kind of the same, if everyone's being honest. Hmm. Not team wise, city wise. Haven't been to Toronto. Um I think Denver's gonna roll. In the East, I honestly don't know. You'd have to assume Boston, like this is a team that Gets to the finals and Tatum and Brown and that whole roster is really team. good. Uh, but the Heat are just, they're the monkey wrench. They're the NBA's monkey wrench. Yes. It's what they are. Um, and as I talked early on in the episode, New York guy, there's always going to be a natural boss, like natural Boston anti bias. That doesn't work. You just say bias, yeah, there's it's just a negative bias. That'll be torture chamber every time I check into that series because yeah. natural Boston stuff. Heat just eliminated the Knicks, and I think I really, really don't like them, and there's long-term history there. And yeah. Sneaky, so. really good franchise, the Heat. Once they turned it around. The NBA playoff games have been a great watch. Again, didn't watch Philly-Boston today, which might not have been. Um, but they they have been really enjoyable to watch. I will keep tuning in. NBA uh, ace their playoffs. They really do. And I I heard some who was it? Tim Legler was talking about it. And he I I felt a little redeemed. He was like the NBA regular season right now is pretty brutal. 
and check in good. for fun, watch your team. But he was he was like they they more than make up for it with their playoffs. And I I don't know about more than make up for it. I think they're making up for it. Um, it'll be interesting to see because if it's <laughs> if it's Nuggets Heat, have they made up for it? I don't know. If it's Lakers Celtics, the people like that. Uh, the other thing that the people were watching tonight, and I told you I would talk about it. Blitzball battle has been going. The numbers are crazy. Uh, so if you have no idea, 98.8 subscribers. We have our Warehouse Games channel. Uh, started kind of with Blitzball. It's molded into some other things too, but our Blitzball battle is kind of the most popular thing. Uh, and this tournament was kind of a big test for us. Like, is this, is this going to flatline? Is this going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it, it's been going up. It's been going up in a great way, which is awesome. So if you're one of the people that have been watching, thank you. Uh, if you have it, honestly, give it a try. It might sound weird watching, watching some dudes in a warehouse playing a modern version of wiffle ball, but the content is good. The people are good. The gameplay is good. The editing is crazy. The production is unreal. Enough tasting ourselves. Um, it's a good watch. So if you don't want it spoiled, I'm about to spoil the game that we just had. So there's your spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You've been warned. We played Pinstripe Strong. Uh, a win and get in game with also elimination. If one of these teams got blown out, we would not have made the playoffs. So that was on the mind. Um, me and Jimmy find ourselves in a situation where <sighs> we fudged up and our backs were against the wall. We had to rally. We do somewhat kudos to us. I mean, part of it's against Joe's. Um, and then we basically have too many people on base that if we lose very closely, we still make the playoffs and we have a chance to win the whole thing. And it basically comes apparent that that's what has to happen. I'm in hell. I tell the people that. Uh, it was, it's probably my second, maybe my third least favorite sporting experience ever. Uh, number one, I've told the story a couple times. I'll try to make it fast. Soccer goalie chipped over my head. Very mad. Crazy mad. Stupid mad. Won't let it happen again. I get chipped again. Sad. Ball hits the top post. Hits my face and goes in the goal. Bottom, bottom. Hated that. Uh, one time we played in a Thanksgiving flag football tournament. We played against, like, a former D3 football team. They were just owning us like noobs. One kid literally couldn't be tackled. Uh, finally had a chance to catch him, and he lateraled the ball to a teammate who walked into the end zone. I just dropped him. It was a low moment. He actually kind of liked it because he was a football sicko. Mm. Um, I didn't. I wasn't proud of myself, but it happened. Um, so I basically had to throw the game um, and just throw balls and walk. My instincts were fighting me so much that I throw competitive pitches and I actually strike out Joe's, which looking back now is funny and rude. Hmm. Um, and then uh, walk Lou the banger after throwing a couple competitive pitches. Um, my a top three bottom sports memory for me 
the drama was real and crazy, and everything everything we feel in that arena is real. And, you know, I saw some people saying, like, scripted. None of it is scripted. None of it is close to scripted. Um, if we had scripted that, it, uh, it's, you wouldn't believe it. It's real sports, which is part of the entertainment, <laughs> with a lot of entertaining people. So, uh, baggage, we advance to the playoffs. Congrats. Excited to go win the whole damn thing. Um, so, everyone that's been watching Blitzball, um, it's crazy, man, looking back on these games, how much we forget and how much goes on because we record them a couple months ago. Um, I think now we're, we're kind of everything out of the warehouse is at least like six weeks ahead. There's so many small moments that you're just like, oh, my God, it would have changed the whole course of everything because they're tight, like two inning games that one thing or the other changes every. I mean, it, the first hook line sinkers forgotten rotten game is crazy. Um, all the games are crazy. Yeah, all love, the games that have come out. Love so you far. as we got ice. Uh, so the playoffs are coming on that. If you're looking to binge something, whether work, home, wherever, you can still catch up and catch catch it live. The live chats are incredible and a good time. And um, man, there's there's eight games out right now. If you've listened this far, you didn't avoid the spoiler. Uh, you can catch up now. We're into elimination games. Wouldn't have felt any of those emotions anywhere else. Good and bad. So, uh, hey, thank you guys. Wednesday, I have an idea for a guest. I don't want to tease it, but I think I'm going to try something a little kooky. Um, and thank you guys for listening and subbing and all that stuff. So, uh, go sports. Love you guys. See you Wednesday.